A-S-K-L-R-R. It's Askler. What's up? How's it going, everybody? I'm Graham. Welcome to Askler. We've never done that before and never will again if, <laughs> if anyone has any say in it. Oh, that was the new theme song. Apparently, yeah. Uh, this episode, I'm joined by Ben. Hi, I am Ben. And Wheeler. Thank you for having me, Graham. It's great to be here. Excellent. And James is on tech, and we're here to answer your questions that you have sent to us on our community posts that Heather puts out monthly. And to ask questions upon such a post, you can become a YouTube member here on the channel. And if you don't want to become a YouTube member, that's cool, because you still get to see this. And you can support us other ways if you so desire, such as on the Patreon, patreon.com slash loadingreadyrun, or subscribing on the Twitch channel, or however you want to do that. Ultimately, the most important thing is just that you're here. So thank you for that. So, uh, yeah. We I can guess. A those cues. Yeah, let's let's get right into A let's and the cues. Let's A those cues. No more beating around that bush. Nope. This question from Anti Muffin: What video game world would you most like to be an NPC in? Meaning, just an average citizen, not the hero or villain, just some random townsperson, shopkeep, quest giver. Who wants to start us off here? My my first reaction when I read this was. Oh, Dark Souls. Yeah. And I thought I was, just, and then immediately, <laughs> was like, oh, I was like, oh, no. Well, that's, I mean, no. I was about to say Elden Ring. Yeah. Every, every FromSoft game sucks so bad for everybody who lives there. Unless you're a cool jar. Yeah. And I want to be a jar living uh -huh. in Jarburg. Uh -huh. <laughs> All right. Jar, jar, jar. Also, what if my peace and love is just being a guy with a really bad sword running at you like this? Mm. <laughs> You're the one guy that holds out the torch yeah. when you're going around an Elden Ring and then you run into it, it's like, and yeah. you lose like all of your I health. I have so much hit stun, it's <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So you're, that's, that's your answer? I want to be a jar. All right. Yeah. Fair enough. No. <laughs> Pokemon is the, to me, yeah. it's just, oh, it's yeah. like, what okay. if we lived in the same world except everything is just presumably nicer and my dog can breathe fire? Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, that's that's all I've ever wanted. That sounds so dangerous. Yeah. Sometimes I wake up at like 3 a.m. with the cat making the like noises. Imagine yeah. that. It, and sometimes I'm like, oh, crap. And I get up and try to deal with it. And other times it's like, well, guess I'm going to have to clean up barf. Yeah. Morning. But in your scenario, it's like, well, house is going to burn down. Yeah, I just hear the oh, 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 oh. And then all of a sudden I open the bedroom door and there's a blizzard going on. Yeah. <laughs> They don't really like like obviously the Pokemon have free Medicare and whatnot, but they don't really specify that the humans do. In fact, there's like I think one or two games that actually have a hospital in their region. <laughs> Thank you for bringing this up, Ben. This is why I'm a stall player. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've got chances. I got Blissies. I got fair. Fables. They'll do so the healing, healing for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, smart. I'm gonna actually kind of double back and do a curveball. Mm -hmm. I want to be a person living in the Mega Man Battle Network universe. <laughs> holy crap yeah because it's just it's deep when, cut when when they go to school everybody jacks in and does school like virtually right and what and you could there's jack in ports to everything where and you mm. can just do all your work and whatnot jack which can ports there's jack in ports you can jack anywhere huh. uh <laughs> I've heard of the off versions, but not the in port. Yeah, oh, yeah. Really. But I, I don't know. I just think it's very cool that it, much like in the Pokemon universe, mm -hmm. most resol most things are solved by doing battle on the internet with yeah. one another mm. and stuff. And I don't know. I feel like if you could just... There, that being said, there's a lot of terrorism in that universe. There's a lot of inner, there's a lot of e-terrorism. Freedom but, ain't free. 
It's pretty cool. I don't know. I think and just just any sort of universe where most things are decided by one singular competitive aspect mm -hmm. sounds kind of fun. <laughs> I I think so I was trying to think of not necessarily the best option, but just one that I thought would be fun. The f first one that sprung to mind for me was Final Fantasy, wait for it, 10. Because oh. everyone in that, first of all, the the like, the like catastrophe has been solved, right? By the time of 10-2, like, the world-ending terror has been dealt with, mm -hmm. right? And everyone in that game just seems really chill. Yeah, They're just like, hey, what's up? Let's go watch Blitzball or play Blitzball or whatever. Let's just, everyone seems like really like calm and like everyone's on the beach i guess and it's like yeah whatever we're gonna go watch some watch <laughs> remember that summoner that saved the world she's a she's a, she's an idol now let's go watch her sing i think these giant fantasy worlds are really fun yeah because like, it's like there are bad things going on in the world but surely the world is big enough that you could just be a farmer yeah most of the npcs seem really seem really fine there when i first saw this question i first i was like oh, i could be like some sort of peon living in World of Warcraft universe and whatnot. But then I remembered that the entirety of World of Warcraft, all the bad things that happen and all the world ending threats takes place over four years. Ooh. That's it. <laughs> That's a scary four years. Four though. years, yeah. So it's constantly world in terror. I'm sure there's some specific planes of magic that would be fine, but the goat plane. Oh, Gold Meadow. Yeah. yeah. All right. Just chill with the goats. There you go. All right. Next question. Joey Brisson asks, what are you most looking forward to this summer? My birthday. Ben's birthday. Ben's birthday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, every year I do the same thing for my birthday, oh, which is. Yeah, I, wait, I am legitimately looking forward to your birthday. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> which is, uh, I invite a bunch of people and we float down a river for two hours. We got tubes and what, and you you get a little wristband and you float down on the rented tube. Uh, we usually get have like a dinghy full of beverages mm -hmm. and stuff like that. And then at the end, you throw your tube to the side and they take care of it. And you take a bus back. It's great. My favorite is the people that have the people that have houses that back onto the river, and they've started just like small independent businesses of like, we just went to Costco and got a box of ice cream sandwiches. Two bucks. Yeah, and they resell them for people that are on the uh, yeah. on the water. It's a Sorry. great business plan. One of the ones that we bought from had tap. They did. Yeah, <laughs> they had square, and it was like, Boop. Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah, they yeah. knew it was up. This year, I will uh, endeavor to to get some sort of waterproof sunscreen because I, oh, yeah. I was generally okay, but my shins were in a bad state. Well, you were also you had to have like the hat and everything because you hadn't grown like your hair. I didn't so have you hair. were still you were still in chemo time. Yeah, <laughs> that was maybe ill advised, but it went okay. Yeah, I want the heat. <laughs> I love the heat. You and I have had so many conversations hey, about true. this, and I disagree yeah, so heavily. I... With you. <laughs> I have been kicked out of the club of fat men for my takes on this, <laughs> yeah. but I I love just not debilitating heat, but a lot of heat. Like, give me, like, mid-30s degrees. <laughs> Sorry, you created this mental image of for me of, the, like, the a of dark things. room with Dom DeLuise yeah. at the head of the table. Yeah, yeah he's the Dom. Yeah, he's the head exactly. of the family. You're excommunicated. Um, yeah, I, I just can't handle heat. Oh, it's the great equalizer. Uh, it's just when it when everybody looks like butts. Everybody, if you try to look great or like try to 
beat the heat mm-hmm. uh, while maintaining a certain like appearance, no, you'll get crushed. Mm-hmm. And so everybody just stops caring, and it's just like, oh god, That's yeah, good, I, need, I, I need a I, drink. I look terrible in shorts, so it works out okay. Oh, it's great. God, now I can't stop thinking about Dom Dillon. <laughs> You know that, like, he... I know he had so many roles, but the most iconic for me is when he played a talking skateboard. It is still amongst his greatest things that he's ever done. what? Uh, It's called The Skate Kid or something like that. Uh, And it's about... (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Go with me on this journey. It's a young young lad whose uh, dad is single or like recently widowed uh-huh. who meets uh another woman who is also single and recently widowed and has okay. a daughter uh and there's a big bad guy who's basically trying to like repave over the town and whatnot is this but, is this an animated thing no okay no this is live action better. yeah 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 okay. and they ba- basically they also find there's like treasure or something like that and they're trying to stop the bad guy's like trying to take the treasure so he can also anyways it's a it's a very convoluted thing but through the kid keeps get the the skateboard kid keeps getting bullied and his skateboard comes to life and helps him defeat the bullies and take down the evil mayor guy and then his dad gets together with the other lady uh and yeah it's it's great. I re- highly Dom recommend Deloise the film. Is the voice of the Dom DeLuise is the is the voice of the skateboard. Wow. <laughs> All right. I mostly remember him from the cameo in Men in Tights and hosting the the revitalized Candid Camera. Wait, what? Really? Yeah, he hosted the because the, there was the original Candid Camera yeah. with Alan Funt. Yeah, and then it was revitalized uh, in like the late 80s early 90s with dom deluise hosting sick there you go that's what we're looking forward to this summer yeah <laughs> i got a lot of watching today. yeah <laughs> maybe that's why he kicked you out he's like you haven't watched candid camera i'm looking forward to filming friday nights like legit- oh. legitimately so that people know that we're doing that yeah it was in the update right okay yeah yeah, yeah. what do you not watch our own YouTube updates? No, I totally do, and and not receive the footnotes. I do, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I think I I think actually how I ended up consuming the update video mm-hmm. was me being live when it on on Twitch when it came out, mm-hmm. and people started bringing up points, and I didn't know what things I was allowed to talk about. Mm-hmm. So Jordan, being the social media manager man that he is, gave me the crib notes in Twitch chat of like what you brought up, and I was like, cool, I can talk about this, this, this. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, no, legitimately, it's been several years. So I'm just excited to do that. So mm-hmm. Looking forward to it. And yeah. it sounds like it, from from all the talks we've done about it, it's going to be very fun. I hope so. Yeah, yeah I think we're going like, like to like a lot. Like you know, bear in mind that there's been two years of pandemic and then a year of me dealing with my own stuff. Uh, so it's not like it's not like we've been. It's not like a thing that we've been working on yes. for four years. Yes. It's, not, it's not like <laughs> this is the culmination of four years of solid effort. Yeah. But I have been thinking about it for a while. So, it it's yeah. kind of feels like it's more like we can do this. Now let's start putting it together. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So looking forward to that. Next, TK asks, I was wondering what your crap shot white whales might be, like a concept you've been nursing in the back of your mind for a bit of time. Oh, there's a, there's been a few that like the thing is I don't want to give them away because we might yeah. yeah 
we, can you give like a, a a teaser? I have a we have a couple ideas for ones involving a wedding. And that just requires a lot of set dressing and extras. Or somebody's got to get married. Uh, I mean, we joked about it. When Kathleen and I were getting married, We this is how long we've had this script. We were like, we were like, well, we could film it. I think actually, if I recall correctly, Kathleen was like, hell yeah. And I was like, no, me. <laughs> I was like, mm, it's our wedding. Yeah, it you might know. intrude, yeah. Let me see. Hang on. Let me see if we have like some sort of deep deep cut in our archive of scripts. I have one okay. that I've been talking about forever. Uh-huh. I'm only going to say the title. All right. Honey, I'm homo. <laughs> <laughs> this is, okay, I think I remember you talking yeah, about I, this Yeah, I've been yeah, sitting yeah, yeah. on this one for about three years. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't really, a lot of the crap shots that I end up taking part in uh, stem from just conversations that end up happening and someone says write that down and then we do mm-hmm. so there haven't been any like huge like white whaley type ones it, it guess in 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 it's not something that we do anymore and we don't really have time for but in terms of like white whales and whatnot i always did really enjoy the concept of the crapshoot yeah and same. whatnot like i, I guess like i guess lot. white whale meaning like if we had unlimited time and resources and mm-hmm. stuff like that i think the crapshoot would be like a terrific thing to like have as yeah. part of like the our streams and all that kind of jazz but we just we don't have the <laughs> we don't have the time for for something like that so it, my white whale is like that sort of show mm-hmm. uh, being able to come back uh in, in in some sort of shape or form um because it is fun to just sort of bounce ideas back and forth especially with like your audience and stuff and the people who are going to be watching it. So, yeah, I like that concept. I can't find anything here that I can share. <laughs> it's all secrety. The white whale is that some uh, maybe someday. Some of it's good, but some of it's like not worth sharing. That yeah. just says dog with a hat. Well, there's there are some that are legitimately just an idea. Like there's mm. one here, there's a Dave Spokesman idea written down that just says bidet cafe. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's the whole that's who the knows. Whole idea. Yeah. All right. I guess I guess maybe I shouldn't have flagged this as something that we can film, <laughs> or, or or a question that we can answer. Well, no, I mean, yeah, I I I think more or less like we kind of got what was there. It's it's hard to it's hard to tell you about a thing we want to do without then spoiling it. And, yeah, and 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 then it happening. But uh, I think there are most of it, most of it really just comes down to the fact that filming these things has to be done on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Like, so it has to be within the means to film that Saturday and do. <laughs> Excuse so. me. Actually, there's a couple here that also involve like little kids. And now mm-hmm. you at home may be saying like, well, what about what about your kids? No, not our kids, actors. Yeah. I don't want to put my kids into a crap, my kid, only the one. Mm-hmm. I don't want to put my kid into a crap shot. But, uh, you know, it's like, where do you... Where do you find child actors? I, I honestly don't know. I assume I could. I assume the film commission. Yeah, we could maybe talk to. I mean, I feel like enough it's of not us. Not something I want to put on Craigslist. <laughs> There's a bunch of us now, uh, who all have dogs and whatnot. So maybe it's time to cash in on the, that dog content. I thought you were gonna say like, so let's dress, dress dogs. Up like so let's take like, 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 like child yeah. actors. Sure. Yeah. I mean, why not? Perfect. <laughs> Cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, if anyone has access to a courtroom, we got a script we've been sitting on for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, what's what's next? WMC Duff 
asks, what is your favorite dumb turn it sideways and attack magic creature? Whoa. Terra Stomper. Oh, that's the the, the green. It's cat. like a green trample eight eight for six or something. Mm-hmm. It was it was in Zendikar, can't and which was right around. Can it not be countered? It can't be countered. Okay, I don't believe so. Really? I think this was before they started doing that. I think this is like one of the first. No, I'm pretty. Six, I'm pretty sure Terra Stomper is like a you can't interact with this okay. dude. Yeah. Yeah. I just remember uh, it was in Zendikar, which is right around when we started playing. And I put together a deck that I built at home with, like, Terra Stompers. And I was like, yeah, this is great. Um, For those who remember Standard at that time, this was a mistake. Like, I sat down across from Rickard at YJ, and he was just like, all right, well, uh, here's Jace. Bounce that. Mm. So I'm like, well, I can't do anything else. I replay this. He's like, cool. Bounce it. (laughs) Like, it was was a bad experience. Um, But that's on me. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Love that card. Hell Rider. Oh, yeah. Hell Rider always feels good to just go mm, uh, <laughs> with oh, all yeah. your dudes. What's, um, the, what's the vampire that's like that? Uh, It's like you... Sanctum Seeker. That's the mm, one. It's like yeah. a 3-4 and you... Oh, attack. from Ixalan. Yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. 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 Big fan. Big fan of those dudes. I mean, I don't know if it's dumb because it doesn't start... It, it does start involving math because you have to... Yeah. Count all the things and whatnot. It's funny. I used to be the let them count it. <laughs> I used to be like the guy who just wanted to play things and, and turn them sideways and whatnot. And then mm-hmm. as I played more Magic, started like I always thought I was like the gruel beatdown guy, but mm-hmm. I've become more of an is it boy as I like discovered that like oh I just wanted anytime a card says deal one damage whatever you play an instant or sorcery. Every time they print cards like that, my heart lights up. Thermo alchemists. Thermo alchemists. <laughs> Which is that uncommon in SOI remastered right now. Yep. It's so hard to get a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Isamaru. Ooh, yeah, the sure. The Honda, the dog. Dog. Yeah, you just, my favorite play of all time is just turn one, planes Isamaru, untap, turn two, a Gonjo castle which is a legendary land that has pay white tap, prevent the next two damage that would be dealt to it. You just play it and attack immediately, mm-hmm. and then they block and you just protect. I'd put Taylor just Swift Spear protect up there, dog. Too. Protect dog. Yeah. Taylor Swift Spear is just fun to go too. mountain, Taylor, go. It's hard to argue with turning one drop sideways. Yeah. It's just, Curry Ape's a good one, too. Goblin Guide. Tarmogoyf. Not a one drop, but, uh, God, I love turning Tarmogoyf sideways. <laughs> it's so safe, and it's so big. Uh, so big. I don't know when this airs. Is it before or after the PPR? Uh, Pretty soon, I think. Pretty soon? The okay. PPR. Well, it's a card that I... Re- I mean, it's a small spoiler. Uh, it's a card that I recently remembered existed, which is just a fun, dumb to turn sideways liege of the tangle it's oh, just an 8-8 yeah. oh, with yeah. trample that you turn sideways and if it makes contact with your opponent you can put as many awakening counters on your lands as you want and they all turn into 8-8s mm. <laughs> as many as you want as many as you as want, want. liege of the tangle baby it's ridiculous big boy all right mm-hmm. next daniel solis asks all of lrr is now in smash brothers what copy powers would kirby get from you uh, wow. Massive lactose intolerance. <laughs> the inability to consume Dairy Queen <laughs> without shitting my asshole out. <laughs> That's powerful. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
Kirby does the power steal and yeah. just gets like gets like the hair and the beard and the buffalo plaid shirt and then is like, please no, <laughs> please no milkshakes. <laughs> is isn't is Miltank is one of the like uh, in one of the Pokeball things that you can throw in the game, right? I don't know. I don't think Miltank's one that's in. Oh, that's I thought in it was. Balls. No, I'm just imagining. Toro's Kirby. definitely in. Kirby just pieces out. <laughs> just takes off. For this analogy, no, wait, hold on, roll it back. Uh, yes, yes, he is. Yes, and uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Miltank comes out and starts to uh, feed you uh, her milk. Oh. Miltank was Directly. a totally fine Pokemon that I loved until it moved into the 3D plane, mm. and they, they it's it's idle animation, and some somebody had to somebody had to animate the swinging udders, and uh, that was like, hmm, this one gets knocked down a couple of points for me. No. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, what power? I feel like like. This would be an interesting one to have, like someone answer for you, like what? Yeah. The, like I don't know enough about Smash Brothers. Oh, this needs to be like an ability that'd be useful. Well, I don't know. I don't. I mean, Ben. Ben would just have the wind up Donkey Kong punch. This makes sense or, to be or like a very big gun. Yeah. It's like I don't know, like a nice eye for framing the shot, or mm, like yeah. skill at video editing. Like this isn't like congratulations, Kirby. Still gonna die, but I mean, good job, I suppose. <laughs> You know, like, I don't have anything useful in combat, certainly. <laughs> what about, like, a sword? <laughs> not, there's not, there's, I know enough about Smash Brothers to know there's not enough characters that yeah. use swords. Yeah, they should put more sword characters yeah. in Smash. Yeah. yeah. What about a car? You got a car, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I Kirby sucks you up. I and... can't drive, though. Oh. Well, then there, he just gets a car. <laughs> just gets a car. Yeah, just gets a car. How about an e-bike? Mm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, you just like it's it's kind of like um like Oreo's motorcycle. Yeah, you just get on the e bike and go boom and like knock people. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That seems pretty good. You can you can use it to drive around to local coffee shops and get beans. Mm. <laughs> beans. Beans. <laughs> ben, I don't know, dude. Like general apathy. Just <laughs> like I Kirby gets really jaded and depressed. And what about uh you do like one of your like monologue jokes and it puts them to sleep very similar to oh, like yeah. uh like uh go. I was gonna say, it thing. sounds like it's just debuffs across the board yeah. giving yeah. giving kirby the power of the horse joke would be pretty impressive yeah oh just every match times out <laughs> imagine that at evo jesus christ a to's like, nightmare you hit the button and it's just everyone's like all right well all right yeah all right cool game all right cool so don't suck us hey <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> Jet Pixie asks, Hi, what are hobbies you like to do outside of games and gaming-related activities? What is a hobby? I don't know. What? Is it something you don't monetize? Apparently. Huh. I mean, so bad example, right? Because mm -hmm. um, I mean, we did a whole crap shot about the, you know, like, oh, finally, the, the one piece of my life. Yeah. yeah. Uh, outside of games and gaming, like legitimately, the reason I do the G vlogs is because I enjoy doing that. Mm -hmm. Right. Like that's not, that's, that's a thing that sort of is like outside of, like I don't schedule loading ready runtime to do that, mm -hmm. right? Which is why they take so long, because <laughs> I'm really busy with other stuff. But I do legitimately like filming things and and uh, doing the editing and the cuts to music and you know I I just I I like to 
I like to capture cool visuals or try to capture cool visuals, and then this is an out, an outlet for that. So, eh, there's that. That's that's not games or gaming, so mm-hmm. I'm going to count it because I can't think of what else. It's hard to quantify games and gaming because obviously things like painting Warhammer models and stuff like that mm-hmm. could probably be categorized in the gaming sort of sphere yeah, and whatnot. Um, I, uh, I mean, it's... I guess it's not what have we what haven't we not monetized because recently I've been um, my my current quest mm. right now is to find the IRL streamable spots in Victoria. Good. Ah. Uh, so I've been testing things and whatnot. Uh, sh- like downtown Victoria, not great. Mm. Shockingly, like certain areas, all right. Um, but as soon as you actually start leaving and you're in like Sydney and stuff like that, mm. shockingly good. Wow. Like like zero frames dropped. Like Really? Yeah. Super duper like Elk Lake. <laughs> like actually find to IRL stream at, which wow. is sort of wild. All right. Um and uh, there's actually really cool services um that I'm I'm testing it out right now. It's still not perfect, but you stream to essentially a cloud server that then uh, sends it back to OBS through a browser source hmm. and then has a bot in your chat that you can just type start and then it starts up uh, OBS and starts running. And if it falls below a certain bitrate threshold, instead of taking your stream offline, it auto switches scenes to like a thing that you could write with like low bitrate and have like a video playing or whatever. And then when it picks back up, it swaps it back. So it streams from like your OBS at home? Yeah. Oh, so you use that as the connection to Twitch, so it never goes down. That's awesome. And and yeah, the the it's just the connection between your phone and there. And the things that I'm still working out are audio mm. quality, and mm. there's a delay. Yeah. Uh, so, but beyond that, it's a very very cool little piece of technology. That's and neat. IRL streaming is getting quite a bit better in that sort of thing. So I like going outside and hiking with my dog and stuff. I just want to do things with my dog mm. all the time. Um, I guess dog. that'd be my hobby. Just dog stuff, you know. Just dog stuff. I like dogs. Really boring stuff. Cool. I don't know. I like like cooking. Oh, yeah. Listening to music. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, right. I I like being in the sun. But your husband's also just like super crafty, too, and you kind of involve yourself in that stuff a little bit, too, right? Um, No, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm the the model. Gotcha. Yeah, Yeah, I'm the mannequin. Which is terrible because I have a massive head. And so everything that he makes either has to be for, well, it's either for me or he goes like, okay, well, this is going to be for me, but I, okay. So your head is how big and then has to like shrink it down. And yeah, I don't know. I like uh, smelling flowers and long walks on the beach. I used to really enjoy, you know, like traveling. Mm-hmm. That's something I've not been able to do in the past several years. So that's been just like exploring. Just like honestly, the day uh, that we did in uh, in Philly, just wandering around yeah. Philadelphia was great. Yeah, because we were we had a plan for the day and we weren't able to do it, and so we just walked, just aimlessly wandered around Philadelphia. It was really cool. I'll treat that like yeah, discovering places like Reading Terminal Market. Mm. and whatnot, and just, like, something that's very foreign that you don't have where you live mm-hmm. is just one of the coolest parts of traveling. Yeah. Something foreign that we don't have here, the Amish. The... <laughs> it, it is incredibly Dutch. funny that yeah. half of that place shuts down on Sunday. Yeah. It's so it's nice. so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next. 
Gregory Leverton says, for Graham, what responsibilities as co-presidents do you and Paul have that we viewers don't see? And how do you divide responsibilities? It's not super exciting, to be honest. Mm -hmm. um, like there's there's like some amount of business stuff and like involving like taxes and, and bank accounts and things like that. Luckily, Beach helps us out a lot with that because one person at least has a business degree. And it's Beach. Um, <laughs> Uh, but the reason that I flagged this question is one I wanted to answer was particularly my favorite thing that Paul and I do is we are required to have an annual general meeting every year, uh, like between between the presidents, mm -hmm. right? Like not like like we have like a company wide meeting that mm -hmm. we call the annual general meeting, but like legally for the purposes of incorporation of British Columbia, Paul and I have to have a meeting between the two of us every year. I didn't know. I didn't know that that's what AGM stood for. What? <laughs> we just called it we just called it the AGM. I don't know. I, oh, I don't know. That, that, that at the end of every meeting when Graham's like, "All right, that was a great meeting." He's like, "Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I yeah, got yeah, it. I got you." I didn't know what it sounds like the AGM meeting. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry, not to the It's okay. That's really funny. So every year in around June, Paul and I have to sign a piece of paper to send back to our lawyers saying we agree to waive this year's annual general meeting. <laughs> like every year, Paul and I agree that we're not going to have an AGM this year. I'm surprised you guys just don't like get together and go for like dinner or something like that. And we see each other all the time in yeah, the office, right? Yeah. So we're like, do we need to have like a special meeting for this? No. All right. But the lawyers are like, have you had your meeting? And we're like, no. And they're like, okay, then you need to say that you're both okay, that you haven't had this meeting. And we're like, all right, fine. Here, sign this. Here you go. And that's just part of being incorporated essentially. Yeah. 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 It's so, it's, it's so weird. I mean, the name thing as well, right? Like it was, this was, this was critical. Do you know where the name Bionic Trousers came from? I assume Wallace and Gromit. So. It was because of Wallace and Gromit that we were like, oh, that seems like a good idea. Uh, my mom does like domain as like a side gig. Her hobby is like domain registry, um, like finding interesting, cheap domain names. That makes then, a lot of sense. And then selling them. Yeah. And uh, she's like, I, I found this one. I found bionictrousers.com. Is that something that would be of interest to you? And I was like, oh, man, what a fun name. And we had... When when we incorporated, which was by now several, you know, many many years ago, um, but at the time was probably later than we should have. Uh, you have to come up with a company name, and we wanted to keep the company name not Loading Ready Run because we wanted, you know, that's like the brand name, and we wanted to just have a different name that nobody needs to care about. Uh, and I was like, oh hey, mom, do you still have that URL for BionicTrousers.com? Uh, that website is woefully out of date. Don't go there, but you will now. But you know, <laughs> pre pre prepare to be underwhelmed. Um, and so I was like, okay, cool. Well, we'll do that. But part of the thing when you sign up is that there has to be a, you have to have some sort of description of what the business is, which is why it's Bionic Trousers Media. Hmm. Because we couldn't just say Bionic Trousers Incorporated because the, the provincial office was like, that does not explain what you do. And we're like, okay, fine. We'll say media on the end of it. And then that's where the company name came from. Hmm. The funniest thing was when we moved into Moonbase Delta, which was in the end of the the MS Society building, the Multiple Sclerosis Society, because of the name, they were like, oh, cool. Do you make, like, um, prosthetics or, like, uh, oh, no. 
like ability assistance aids and we were like oh no we make we make <laughs> fart jokes on the internet <laughs> sorry oop <laughs> oh well anyway there's your fun trivia for the day next question that's really fun yeah uh, hello and welcome back to our game show ABC Animals Belonging to Canada, where our contestants share fun facts or anecdotes about the indigenous fauna of the north. Today's animal is the beaver. What? This comes from Glue Soul. Uh, oh, wait, I have something for this. Hang on, I need to look up the, the, the proper name for it. Uh, I went to Science World in Vancouver. Are your arms tired? Uh, thank you. Um... And I learned about, yes, Castoroides was a giant prehistoric beaver. Cool. It was a beaver the size of a bear. Let's go. Yeah. They were. God, think of how big the dam would have been. Average length was approximately 1.9 meters. Or, yeah, or 6.2 feet. But they could grow as large as 7.2 feet. I would actually say that maybe an interesting fact about it is despite the fact that it's Canada's national animal, mm -hmm. I would say an overwhelming amount of Canadians have probably never seen a beaver before, like in real life. That's true. I have not actually seen like a one in like in the wild. Yeah, it's like not something that, that we really put in like zoos mm -hmm. or anything like that. Not that Canada has a ton of zoos. Um, and yeah, I think a lot of people, like a lot, a lot of time we go, I think that was a beaver. Because mm -hmm. you just usually see them go like, boop. <laughs> I have on one occasion while on foot seen a moose in person and i managed to keep all of my stool inside my body <laughs> yeah they're big yeah i saw a beaver when uh -huh. i was younger and i was uh with my family at the time uh my parents and my younger sister um and uh we saw it out at elk lake oh yeah and my sister got so mad that she saw a beaver at Elk Lake, as opposed to the very nearby Beaver Lake, she started crying. That sounds like kids. Yeah. I would be surprised to see an elk anywhere in the vicinity of Elk Lake. I'm sure we have elk on the island somewhere. There's but tons like, of them at Beaver way, Lake. Way, way, way <laughs> north. Yeah. And there's like one swan at Swan Lake. We got to get up some better lake names around here. Yeah. Why not like Water Lake? Mm. Like that's shooting low. straight to the point. Yeah, good yeah, answer. Tree Lake. Yeah. yeah, Algae Lake. Rock Lake. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This, this Rock Lake's guns awfully, used awfully in muddy. crimes and discarded lake. <laughs> Please do not cement shoes lake. <laughs> Please do not magnet fish this lake. Lake. I've seen a lot of magnet fishing videos lately on my... I don't know why I keep getting feed, fed them. I also don't know why there's so many grenades in rivers. <laughs> well, where else are you going to put them? I guess, yeah. I'm going to keep it at home. <laughs> this this belongs in the lake. Yeah. Bloop. Anyway, Castoroides, beaver the size of a bear. Enjoy. Next. The bassist soldier asks, you are all men who are in relationships and have pets. That's our band name. Accurate. <laughs> Do your pets treat your significant others differently from how they treat you? Are there particularly memorable moments when your pets have not engaged the brain cell? Uh, Remy, <laughs> like you, you like, Remy recently ate a Tide Pod because he's a big dumbass. <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah, Remy recently ate uh, in, in about like 
a third of a bag of Tide Pods. Oh my God. Yeah, like a, he ripped them open. So many Tide Pods. Yeah, uh, he's fine. He puked them all up and whatnot. And uh, what, it's probably the best part about having a partner that works at a vet clinic. Oh, is yeah. Okay. It's very instantaneous and like, do I need to rush home? What what, what needs to happen and whatnot? And so the, the, the part of that is to basically like, uh, we have like a you you, you basically uh, an hour before meals for about a week you just put uh, a thing that kind of coats their esophagus and stuff like that to prevent things like ulcers and whatnot from happening mm -hmm. when whenever they eat and whatnot. So he was fine and whatnot. He's good and what it's that's it, good. But that's that's dogs are essentially hairy children, um, and as we all know, children are constantly finding ways to off themselves essentially yeah. only dogs never grow out of that which is the big thing that must have been some colorful puke oh yeah well that the first actually in that realm the first he eats things they, in the first second week that we owned him we didn't realize like i didn't think he could jump up on counters and stuff oh, like that no. uh and he ate an entire bag of uh m&m cookies <gasps> so we rushed him to the hospital to get a stomach pumped uh, and uh, rainbow rainbow puke coming out of that dog. Oh. Uh, yeah, he's doing great. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's he's just he's 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 a little goofball. And then I guess for the second part, um, he uh, I don't I think it's just because I'm bigger and and whatnot. But like he likes to sleep between legs mm. and stuff when we're doing things. But he won't sleep between Nicole's. He'll only sleep between mine. Hmm. I think it's just because I got big. Big chunk and thighs, <laughs> uh, and that's I guess the only difference. Also, because she's the vet person, uh, she's the one who like administers like needles or like any like drugs or anything like that. And I'm the guy who always gives treats and whatnot. So he's right. like, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, the cats don't really treat us any differently, uh, except that at night in bed they will sleep on. Kathleen's side of the bed because I move around too much. Mm, yeah, that's it. I just I roll back and forth through the course the of the night, way. and so they're like they're like we like you a lot. Like when I'm awake, they'll come for for sits and snuggles and visits and all that. But when at, at night they're like I don't want to deal with that. I'm just we're just gonna go sleep on mom. <laughs> Uh, both my animals have dependency issues attached to me, Big mm -hmm. Dad, and mm -hmm. not Kiefer, Small Dad, mm -hmm. um, and uh, especially the cat. She, uh, anytime I come home, if I've been out of the house, it's just, oh my God, thank God you're here. <laughs> oh, I was lost without you. Where are you going? No, no, no. Come to the office. Mm -hmm. Let's sit. Let's mm -hmm. talk. Let's chat. Mm -hmm. I need to get on top of you. I need mm -hmm. to, I need to, uh, try to, uh, bite you, but then come back to it's, yeah. And you know. I like it. Who am I kidding? That, I like it. That's you know? the number one reason to have uh, like dogs and cats, I think. Oh, yeah. It's like there is nobody who is more stoked that you're home yeah. <laughs> to yeah. walk in the door yeah. than a dog or a cat. Like they're just super jazzed about that. I, I, My I, snakes don't give a crap. Yeah. <laughs> one of the dumbest things Baxter's ever done, I think we told this story around the time when it happened, is uh, some years ago, um, Penelope got a balloon at a public fair, like a street fair or something like that. And it was a helium balloon. And so we had it in the in the, in the apartment. And so it was just sort of bouncing around on the ceiling for a few days and it had uh, and it had like some ribbon off of it. The you know like the like the kind of ribbon that has like the little 
crimps on it so you can go like this with a pair of scissors and make it all curly. Mm-hmm. So it's just this straight ribbon hanging from it. And eventually the balloon started to lose a little bit of helium and then drifted down a, a little bit to sort of like m- mid height. And then um, uh, the uh, <laughs> we came home one day and it, the balloon was back on the ceiling. And we're like, why is that? Oh, there's a lot less ribbon than was on. Oh, no. Because uh, Baxter has this compulsion. And this being the internet, telling a story about a weird thing your pet does, I'm, I'm bracing myself for all of the comments about why this is a terrible thing that he's going to die from. But oh, yeah. He I've... has a compulsion to eat, like, string or ribbon or, you know, we call them the forbidden noodles, right? Because he's just like... Nyang, 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 nyang. So... There's no ribbon in our house. You know, we, we, we make sure to, if like if someone gives us a present or something, we're like, thank you so much. You just <laughs> immediately throw the ribbon in the garbage. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's just like, he, he cannot be around it because he's just like, oh, what's this? Yum, 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 yum. And so, uh, yeah, he'd eaten a bunch of this ribbon. And so we took him to the vet and they're like, all right, well, there's a bunch of options of increasing amounts of, of dollars. You know, you want to try the cheapest option, which is try to induce vomiting. Tried that. Didn't work. Right. The second one, which was still very expensive, is like go down, uh, go down his throat with some grabbies mm-hmm. and try to pull it out. And then like the most expensive one, of course, is surgery. And Because this was way too much. This was like 13 inches yeah. of ribbon. This is like danger zone territory. So... You know, it's like, do we jump ahead to the most expensive one that will definitely work? Or do we try to do the next? Because we get charged each time. It's not like you can bank the... Yeah. It's not like, yeah. It's not like a, a deposit on the more expensive <laughs> procedure. Yeah. So we were like, no, let's try and do the grabbies. The grabbies worked, but they did have to pull, yeah, like 13 inches of ribbon out of this idiot. That's like a clown bit, just like... Exactly like that, <laughs> yeah. Thing, yeah, I mean, the thing about pet ownership is it's it's a lot of like, well, there's no possible way that like... You don't even think about like, why would anybody consume this or or do something like that with this? And then they do do it. We've and then you go, okay, well, we take this out of it. Surely my dog understands that any chicken bone that she finds on the ground while we're on a walk is going to kill her, Mm -hmm. or that this thing that is looks like poison, smells like poison, (laughs) is probably poisonous. Yeah, we frequently described Baxter as high int, low whiz. Yes. Right, because he's like... That's what I say about Surge. uh, There you go. (laughs) Uh, But like Baxter can like, he can figure out how to get behind the washing machine, but he can't figure out that it would be a bad idea if he did it, Mm. right? And so we just hear like, where is he? Like, oh, are you stuck? Yeah. I'm like, God, you fool. Anyway. Next. M. Hut333 says, you have an afternoon completely free from any obligation and $40 in your pocket. What would you do? Mm. I haven't experienced this in five years. (laughs) (laughs) Me and the family are going to go get ice cream. Yeah. That's it. Just we're going to go out for a family walk and get some ice cream because that just sounds really nice. I, nothing more complicated. Mm-hmm. Probably pocket twenty of those dollars. Honestly, I mean, ice cream doesn't have to be forty bucks. Forty dollars worth of ice cream is a lot. That's of ice a lot of ice cream. That's like that's like you went ham you sandwich can, at the marble slab. Yeah, you can you can have the rest of the the ice cream, right, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I I my my ice cream consumption has not gone down. Oh, since discovering that I've become lactose intolerant, <laughs> it's just I. I just take lactate and oh, and, oh. and all that kind of jazz and and experience the 
the the side effects afterwards and whatnot. Oh. I like ice cream. I don't mind pooping. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Gosh, I don't know. I uh, I mean, one of the things that uh, Nicole and I really enjoy doing in the winter is going to uh, Bouchard Gardens. Oh, yeah. Because uh, they do like a big light display thing, and it's yep. uh, a lot of fun. There's actually an area in there that's like completely kind of uh, all, it's like over, like grown over top so that like, you know, the sky and light can't get in and they lit it up in such a way that it just like, kind of like amazing. feels like you're in this like little like void zone, yeah. which is, and it's quiet in there too. It's so it's cool. Super duper cool. So that's definitely one of the things we enjoy. Also, um, Nicole's really into escape rooms. Oh yeah. Too. So we do every time the horror one, uh, changes over, we mm-hmm. go to the most recent uh, one and stuff. I, it's I I'm into escape rooms, but I've done one that is not horror themed and been like, eh, this is okay. Uh, I think the horror aspect actually is what sells it a little bit for me. Fair enough. I'm gonna ask my husband exactly what he wants to eat, and then either cook it or go and get it, and then we're just gonna sit and lie on the couch and shit talk whatever awful movie we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> Movies, I yeah. should say. Sweet. Yeah, that sounds like bliss. Yeah. This, these all sound great. Can you tell how old we are? Mm-hmm. Uh, what yeah. you would... Case of Lucky and... Uh, <laughs> Bro, you have no idea, dude. Just load the cooler up. The, the depressing part of it is, especially in Victoria, $40 does not stretch that far in terms of a night on the town. No, but this is an afternoon. That's true. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Do? We'll, yeah. Go to the, we'll do mini golf and then Ooh. get ice cream. There you go. Where's Rockefeller mini golf? There's a couple here. mini golfs. Is there? Yeah. Okay. Oh, right. There's the, the haunted one that we went to. There is, but there's a better one like outside. Oh, yeah, it's a low bar because the <laughs> haunted one was. <laughs> was fine. There was some was, creative ideas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I think. St- I wonder if my ball is still lost. In this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think that brings us to the end of our oh, questions yeah, for today. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hey. Thanks for joining us for mm-hmm. this month's Ask Lur. Um, I've really enjoyed a in your cues. Uh, if you want to ship some cues our way, uh, become a YouTube member and keep an eye on the community tab for Heather's monthly post, and then you can a some cues. And if not, you can just keep an eye out for the next episode when it arrives. Uh, until then, uh, I have been Graham, joined by Ben. I will still be Ben, I promise. And Wheeler. Thank you for having me, Graham. It was great to be here. And James was on tech, and Heather gets these online. And thank you all so much for watching. And uh, yeah. We'll see you next time on Askler. Bye.